Welcome to the Team Academy podcast, a podcast about entrepreneurship, innovation and leadership and where our entrepreneurial students, field experts and coaches share their learnings, failures, challenges and fun adventures with you. Every episode you can listen to members of our community of entrepreneurs and experience what the Team Academy University program offers to its students. In this episode we'll speak with Elina de Graaf about her business, Instagram and the teamwork she experienced during her latest projects. Welcome to another episode of the Team Academy podcast. Today we're speaking with uh, Eline de Graaf. Uh, Eline, you're uh, in my my year, so second year student. Um, You're the owner of uh, Instagram Success Club. Uh, Lately you did a project called uh, Valentine Moment. Mm -hmm. Welcome and nice that you want to do this with us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, Can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Yeah, of course. So as I said, a second year student at Team Academy, and uh, I am the owner of Instagram Success Club, the business that I have for, I think about two years now, two and a half, um, in which I help entrepreneurs to understand and uh, get their business on Instagram, uh, to, yeah, to get their business out in the world and to to let people know uh, what they do and what they provide. Um, How long have you uh, already been doing this? Instagram Success Club, I've doing, been doing for two and a half years now. Uh, and that's a combination of like consultancy, but also managing. Um, and I'm actually building a course at the moment to, uh, yeah, to get my knowledge out there and to help people. So an online course then? or Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Uh, how did you start the business? Or why did you start the business? Uh, funny story, by accident, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um, My mom is an entrepreneur and I joined her on a free Wednesday when I had nothing to do to a place, um, like a, a meetup with international entrepreneurs. And they were all like, oh my God, you're 18 and you already want to start a business. That's so cool. And I was like, uh, uh, "That, I mean, that's, I, I could, yeah, <laughs> why not? So over the summer... When I just graduated uh, my high school over the summer, I thought, okay, let's start a business, but I need a business idea. And I actually had no clue what to do at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of summer, um, one of those people at that place wanted to mentor me. So he was like, okay, let's get started right after summer uh, break. So I needed a business idea as well. Um, and my mom mentioned to me that she had helped, that I had helped her, I think like a couple of times with her Instagram and she was like, okay, there must be more people that need help like this Mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur to understand a fast changing platform as Instagram. Um, Yeah, that's basically how I started. Are you still in contact with uh, the mentor that wanted to help you? Actually, I'm not. Um, I was certainly for half a year, but after that half year I started traveling Mm -hmm. and that's why when I set my business aside for a moment for five months, um so i'm not in contact anymore but i should actually yeah it would be great to maybe to uh, catch up again yeah, yeah it would be nice yeah w- what kind of target audience do you have with your business i started with a target audience of like entrepreneurs about 30 40 um that have not been growing up with instagram because even being on their phone is quite uncomfortable mm-hmm. some of the times um but lately i think especially last year i discovered that a lot of people my age also come to me 
because they do know Instagram. They do know what a hashtag is. They do know how to post, but they have absolutely no clue how to strategically use Instagram. Um, so I've brought up my target audience from people my age to about 40 uh, who just are an entrepreneur, uh, especially um, service focused or at least someone that wants to build a community mm-hmm. because I would rather not uh, just build an account of, uh, around a product. Uh, I would really like to show someone, a person on Instagram uh, because that connects just way more. But other than that, it's, uh, yeah, almost all ages at this moment. Why does that connect more? It connects way more because Instagram was built to connect. Mm-hmm. It was a creative platform to share pictures and videos with friends. Um, and if you think of yourself, if you scroll through Instagram and you see a picture about whatever, a book, um, you may want to know what, what's in it, but it's far more interesting if you see a person talking about what's the content of that book. So it just regularly connects way more to speak to a person and get, yeah, find it relatable what he does in his days. So it's more about the, the stories behind the brands. If yes. I- yeah. Correctly. I would like to tell a story behind the brand. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, for example, I need uh, I need an Instagram business account, and uh, I would come to you. How do we start that process? Um, I've actually done a couple of things. So, from consultancy to managing, uh, those are two totally different things. Um, and I always start with just a conversation about, okay, what are your goals? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? Uh, what do you want to achieve? how we're going to build this community and what is your brand story. That's most important. So I can resonate with you first, because if you don't, if I don't resonate with you, then we need to change that story first in order to let people resonate with it as well. Um, and then furthermore, it's more about what are your own goals regarding Instagram? Would you like to know more about it yourself? And would you like to do it yourself? Do you have the time for it? Or would you like me to take it over and you just tell what you want and what you like and what you don't like. Um, And that's a totally different process. So either it's me telling you all the secrets about Instagram, telling you how to uh, build that uh, strong strategy, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to do it for you. And I'm going to go back with you uh, over and over about how we're doing. And uh, yeah, let's connect that community. Okay, great. Yeah, great to hear. You also said that you wanted to do, um, you're building actually an online course. Is that more on the practical side of, uh, you know, how to uh, start an account, uh, how to get your first followers and stuff like that? Or is it more focused on, okay, so I want to, um, I have this vision or maybe a product and I have this vision around it. And how to, do I tell that vision to my uh, audience through, for example, uh, Instagram posts or maybe IGTV? Uh, Instagram yeah. stories, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, the the course is more practical focused. So um, I don't go mostly all the way to the basics because, I mean, Instagram is a platform itself that mostly guides you through how to set up a username. Mm-hmm. Um, that's quite easy for most. Um, but it's more on, yeah, practicality with the tips. So you know how to Instagram guides you on how to change your username, but what is a strong username? What are the do's and what are the don'ts? Um, and those are on all different steps. So from how to set up your page, how to look, how to have an appealing account, mm-hmm. uh, but also through um, not only how to post, but what is a good post? What is not? Should I post videos, reels, 
IGTV. Mm-hmm. There are so many options that it's basically just a guide that takes you through everything. Um, and all, not only to have the basics, but to feel like you're really getting to become the Instagram expert. Nice. Sounds really good. Really good. Um, question on maybe your competitors, because yeah, there are a lot of uh, people out there that are probably there are, doing yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah. How would you say that you stand out from from the rest? How do I stand out is um, mostly just I am really sociable and I connect with all kinds of ages. And what I've heard from my first target audience, well, 3040, is what I do best is explain the now fast changing our generation world mm-hmm. um, can, and connect that and explain it to them in a way they understand. So not to say that I talk really slow, but I explain it to them in a way that they can resonate with it and actually understand and don't feel left out because I feel that's a, that's a feeling that they, they've had a lot. Um, and furthermore, there are so many people out there that they're doing the same because it's a really big market that you can easily enter. Mm-hmm. It's mostly about connecting with a person. So yeah, you need to like me in order to work with me. And uh, I think that's also really important. Do you like what you hear? Experience this and more at Team Academy. Do you want to start your own business while studying? Do you want to travel and have a more practical education? Come and find out if you and Team Academy are a great fit at one of our open doors. It's a very personal introduction to the school, the curriculum, the staff and our students. Visit our website teamacademy.nl forward slash open doors to sign up. For now, let's continue with the episode. Uh, what what was the biggest learning point uh, in your first year uh, of starting your, your business? Um, I think one of the biggest learners or one that had one of the biggest struggles in the beginning is the mentor I spoke about. Um, he had a great course that he wanted me on. Um, and the course was all about how to um, build your online course with a webinar, with all your services, with how to do an upsell, all detailed, very, very well, very well done. Uh, but it wasn't a course built around the fact of how do I start my own business. So I didn't have a business idea. I didn't have a business name. I didn't have branding. I didn't, I didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. And his basically first start was just, okay, just fill in your business name, your colors, your logo, whatever you already have when you run a business for a couple of years. And that was, I think, the biggest struggle in the beginning that I joined something that was way further than I was already. Uh, so I think in business, yeah, the learning was that there are a lot of different stages and even though it was great to start with, um, yeah, I, I maybe should have started with something that was <laughs> closer to home. Uh, but I mean, it brought me here. So I think that's, that's a big, uh, sometimes you need to yeah, take a big leap to uh, yeah, get a good start. Exactly. It was a big leap. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. If you look at the current situation that we're in right now with uh, yeah, the whole um, COVID and stuff, um, not, yeah, don't want to talk too much about it but <laughs> we've heard enough about <laughs> it <laughs> uh, oh yeah how do you make the best of the current situation um what i think is a is a funny change is that because my business was on, uh, online from the beginning um and also via zoom uh, i was actually quite used to it before the whole world kind of got forced onto the online <laughs> living mm-hmm. 
Um, so it definitely had a chance for me to get more people on board into the online learning. Uh, I started with international clients, so that's what I've been doing all through, uh, yeah, these years. And um, yeah, it, it really helped that people got more familiar with it and it was easier to get meetings online and easier to teach people online because mm -hmm. I was already used to it. On the other okay. hand, um, what changed was that because everything is now online, not only my business, but college, everything, mm -hmm. every meeting you want to have with any person, um, I kind of got sick of it <laughs> as well. So it kind of, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's a bit of a, a, a step back or at least step back. I don't, I don't want to say, but I'm trying to find ways outside of my own company or, um, to work together with others and use my uh, own knowledge outside of my own company in order to also get myself out of my own house uh, and get the new experience. So I think even though it felt like I got really sick of it, I think it also brings me a lot of new opportunities right now. Is that also why you started the project with a few of our uh, um, fellow students, the Valentine moment? Certainly part of the reason, yeah. Um, not only to get out of the house, but also to get more experience in working together with others and trying to get outside of, uh, yeah, the whole bubble that I've been living in. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I think it was a great step for me to get out of my comfort zone. And I think that's something you should always strive for, to get out of your comfort zone and try new things. Yeah, that's where uh, the learning starts, out of your comfort zone. Yeah, cool. exactly. Uh, yeah, what was the biggest uh, maybe learning point or failure, I don't know, like from the Valentine moment, because it was yeah, kind of a short project, but can you tell us a bit about <laughs> Kind of a short project, yeah. <laughs> Big of a background story, it was that we were in a business session. Um, I think it was nine days before Valentine's Day. And someone brought up the idea of uh, trying to sell Valentine's boxes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been done before, but we saw someone do it and we thought, okay, we can do this 10 times better. Um, so we started it. And in nine days, we set up a, a full web shop and a business uh, with three sorts of Valentine boxes that we sold uh, before and on Valentine's Day. Nice. Um, so it was quite the, the sprint. Um, biggest learning from that was, I think, because it was really in business, one of my first experiences working closely together with a team, that team and communication is one of the most important things. Mm -hmm. So... Even if you do, um, you do not la uh, look alike. So even if someone is a completely different person or works in another way, then that can be a great deal if you have great communication. Um, but if that lacks or even task division or clarity, then it's going to be a real struggle. Yeah, I can understand that. Very good. <laughs> I think <laughs> most of us has, uh, have some experience yeah. in, in this. Is, is that also a project you want to do uh, next year again, for example? Because it was yeah, kind of like the last moment. Yeah, so we set it up uh, just to get it started and mm -hmm. also to have potential for next year. Uh, we still have a lot of boxes left uh, and uh, some stock. <laughs> so our, um, our idea was to continue this for Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. So instead of nine days, we're actually going to start a month ahead, uh, get back with the team again. Um, we actually uh, spoke about our learnings and reflections, so that was a really good one. And uh, yeah, in the beginning of May of uh, April, we have another uh, meeting planned. We're gonna pick it up again, do a round two, and uh, 
see if this has any potential for uh, yeah further celebration days or maybe Valentine's Day next year. Uh, yeah, Team Academy is all about uh, starting teams and, and mm-hmm. working together. Um, what is, according to you, the most important thing in, when working in a team? Is it the communication you talked about? More of the somebody is taking the lead? Because if you have five leaders, then you're also going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, as I said before, like the biggest learning and I think the most important thing is a combination of diversity, um, task efficient slash clarity and communication. Mm-hmm. So those come all together. And I think if you have a good balance in that, then you can have a really strong team. And if one of those is lacking, then um, you're going to have a bit of a, yeah, point to focus on first in order to to get your business running smoothly. A little bit of a challenge. Yeah. yeah. If you look ahead for the, the next five years, for example, yeah, what what are your goals? What do you want to achieve? Um, the reason I started entrepreneurship and Team Academy was uh, to build a certain freedom for myself. Mm-hmm. I've uh, traveled and went backpacking and that was ultimate freedom for me so my absolute goal is to uh, travel again um, to not be location based is one of the most important things and uh, yeah to get that in a more comfortable way than I did with some money I saved that was just running out instead of uh, yeah the entrepreneurial way so having income streams that support you in the lifestyle you want to have so you want to go uh, towards the digital nomad so to say yes yeah. that that's certainly my goal and uh, there is yeah that's why instagram success club was born and next to that one of my biggest aspirations that i found is public speaking mm-hmm. or event management as i feel that now that we've had a big lack of uh, any kind of connection in person um I've come to the realization that that is a big part of me as well. And uh, I don't have a lot of uh, experience in it yet, but those are definitely opportunities that I want to explore in the upcoming years. And uh, yeah. Is that also something you can do together with all the traveling and digital nomad, you think? For sure. It's more like uh, digital events then, or for example, um, you you go to a country over there, you plan an event or go over there and you plan an event. Yeah. That, that would be the most ideal situation to become a pub- public speaker. Uh, because I started in an international network, I have quite the international network, um, also from the UK and uh, America. Mm-hmm. And um, last year, I actually met someone that already wanted me to speak in the UK last December. Hmm. Um, nice. She, yeah, yeah, that was really nice. She invited me even before Corona. So... I mean, the whole event didn't go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was already a first hunch or hint that I didn't pick up at that moment. But now okay. that I feel the lack of connecting. What, what would you be speaking about? Uh, I have no clue yet. Uh, she was just really inspired you by... just wanted to put you on the podium and... Yeah. Okay. So nice. th- that's what happened to me more often that I don't even know what I'm doing, but people find me very inspirational. So I have no clue what to talk about yet, but I feel that if, with this as a podcast, but also when you put me on a podium, if it's if it's 10 people, if it's 50, if it's 1,000, I will be able to speak. I've done that my whole life. And, I've, and in some way, I don't know how, but I inspire people. Um, and I think if I've 
explore that path, I think there could be like great opportunities for me in the upcoming years. Nice. If you would be looking at uh, becoming a digital nomad, um, would it only be uh, public speaking and su- uh, Instagram success club? Or is there something else that's um, yeah in your v- uh, five-year vision? At the moment, I haven't given any words to it. So I don't know yet um, what that would look like or any other uh, niche to get into. Um, but I feel there there would definitely be something. Um, and one little fun hobby that I do is I, have, I actually do fire arts, um, which is sort of a yeah, street art, as you mm-hmm. see the there are musicians playing on the street um you could do something similar like that so i feel like now that i've actually learned how to do that and people get really impressed by it um i feel like even though i lose everything i still have a way to get myself around the world um maybe even earning earning money by uh, doing fire arts who knows who knows you never know you never know um last question what advice would you give your uh, 16 year old self don't overthink too much. I've before I started traveling, before I opened up to opportunities, I thought most about what I wanted to do, finding out, uh, yeah, putting way too much pressure on myself. And even though I still do that, because I feel that it has some positivity to it uh, to push yourself forward. Um, you don't have to overthink everything because if you just go with the flow and you try to do better each and every day, um, there will open up opportunities for you that will lead you to your to your path. There's a difference though between uh, pushing yourself and overthinking. For sure, yeah. Can you explain <laughs> the difference? What's the difference for you? Um, the difference for me is when you push yourself, you can do better each and every day mm-hmm. but with overthinking even though i've done something i felt like it was never good enough and um, i think that was for me the overthinking part still working on it but feeling a lot better now that i experienced the freedom of traveling and I f- yeah not having a mindset of you need to be busy mm-hmm. in order to be successful because i think that's the biggest bullshit ever all right nice thank you very much Thank you. It was a great conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, taking the time to be with us. And um, yeah, I wish you all the best. Thanks. And, uh, you maybe too. we'll uh, see each other soon. For sure. Right. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of our Team Academy podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. For more information about this week's speaker, visit teamacademy.nl forward slash podcast. Share your thoughts about this episode on our social media channel. You can follow Team Academy on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn at Team Academy. Subscribe to the Team Academy podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts or Spotify. And whilst you're there and still full of ideas, leave a review. Positive ratings do help. Share this episode with friends and family if you found it meaningful. And are you curious about our program, our students or our field experts? Visit our website teamacademy.nl And of course, if you want to join next year's team, please sign up for our open doors at teamacademy.nl forward slash open doors and take the first step in your Team Academy journey. As always, thank you for listening and until the next episode.